0: Nunhei So we're we're beginning to learn what's the language of the Neshama the Svasa Neshama We established that amiraraka, that what we always translate it just as gentle words is not just soft it means something else and Lashan Kashe also means, not just, doesn't mean uh, harshness or anger, it means something else. And what we've learned is that the Svas the language of the Neshama, is Lashon which we began to identify with that is last week. And the Svas HaGuf, and the language of the body, is Dibur. The language of the body is Dibur Kasha, Kashka Gidim. That's the language of the body. So how do we bring this down to our level? What does this mean? We still have a lot of work to do. What does this mean? So we saw last week, we saw last week the marshal that if a person's walking in the street and you tell that person there's a hundred dollars and this person you're talking to could really use the hundred dollars. Say, hey, look, there's a hundred dollars. So it's amazing how he hears that. Right? He hears it. You don't have to convince him, you don't have to explain to him, you know, that one can never be certain about the economy, what's from one minute to the next, if so there's a hundred dollars, there's die if you bend down and take it. You really should think about it, you should maybe you want to go home and discuss it with your wife. These are the lashines you always hear when it comes to other things in life that you don't really want. Right? But when it's something that when it's something that inside of you is clear to you that you need this hundred dollars, it's not a Shiloh that you could use this hundred dollars. And there's no shayla in terms of Allah any question that maybe it doesn't You know, there's a problem, can you take this money It's a hundred percent Everything is fine That clarity That olam Is the language that the neshama is longing for Is the language that the neshama speaks Is the language that the neshama hears On the other hand When it's something in your life That, that you're hearing that contradicts what you really want inside of you, and what you really are interested in, then then in order to convince you, the person will have to speak to you, Dibrakasheh. <clears throat> Dibrakasheh doesn't mean yelling. It means he'd have to sell it to you. Because Be'etzan, you don't hear it. So in order for you to hear it, he's got to, uh, like this, he's got to around, he's got to explain different things and try to sell, maybe convince you that it's good for you. So the neshama, the neshama hears, rochnias, listens and has its ears ready to hear Yiddishkeit that's being spoken of, about, and being taught in a lashon boru, with in, in in a clear, simple way. But it's but it's not enough. It means that the person himself has to want to hear. We're, we're on the bottom of page Nun hay. Elam bara reisa, k'deish adam yuchal iris and which is what we're talking about. The whole purpose of this sefer, Nevaravide, is to is to wake up and neshama to get excited about Ayudishkeit, to to want to be dveikem Basham. So k'deish iris, k'deish adam yuchal iris and neshama who nitzoach shenishmos atiyah be'p'chinas elam means that he has to. He has to live in this in this way That the neshama should be That the neshama should be Given the opportunity To experience an olam Boer That clarity, what does it mean? See, we asked this question Two weeks ago We're davening for many, many years We're saying words that are holy We're learning Torah, we're saying words that are holy And yet, it doesn't seem to wake us up Our shama still feel are you very out of it? Why is that? <coughs> because the Tanayi is <laughs> The words that are being spoken The words that are being spoken In davening And in learning Or giving chizik to a friend Or giving chizik to a child They have to be words that are clear That are not amumim Amumim means unclear Bilti means weak Dim Bilti unclear Bilti or not understood the Nishama doesn't understand their language the Nishama doesn't speak their language it doesn't hear that language Allah <laughs> and the right, like it's Pasha to the guy who needs a hundred bucks and you say, hey, would you like a hundred dollars sure, that's good so too, the Nishama needs to hear words that are partial to the Nishama. and the Nishama wants that Emol bring the pasuk in Mishlei. In other words, how should one live Torah and how should one teach Torah? Emol chachma achaisiat. Till you're able to say that this chachma, this wisdom, this Torah that I learned, this piece of Gemara, this pasuk, this Rashi, it's so clear to me. What Gemara says? What does it mean, Emor lachachma achaisiyat? Emor lachachma, you're my sister. How could you be married? What does it mean? How could it be your sister? Rather, how could it be your sister? Means, so Gemara says, Emor lachachma achaisiyat means that when is when have you learned something? When that chachma that you're learning is so clear to you, as clear to you, that your sister is forbidden to you. It's so obvious to you. It's so clear to you and Push it to you. No one has to say you know you really shouldn't go out with your sister it's not nice to date your sister it's not. that's absurd <laughs> means when it's taught the right way and when it's learned the right way that's terror that should be taught when terror is being taught in a way where it's, where it's so clear it's like it's like it, as obvious and clear as it is to a person that his sister is forbidden to him <laughs> Then don't say it if it's not clear Something which which comes from a point, which is absolutely clear, simple and obvious, That's a nakuda p'shuta by the person. And that's more of the person. That that causes his oyerist of the person. When a, when a, a person who's like to have children. What gives, you know, what gives more naches when the kids are older And they say complicated things Or, or when the children are little and they say uncomplicated things you, Of course An older child who says something that's intelligent and wise Gives much more chachma than a baby that just that, that, that. That's true when the kids, But what happens if, if, if your kids like you know you have, a, you have a son That's 38 years old And he hasn't held a job for more than 5 days And he doesn't go to yeshiva either And he's not married And you say to him, no yankel. What's going on? And he starts to tell you like all kinds of things about how he's looking for himself. I haven't found myself yet. And you say, oh, you're 38 years old. I get, You know, I spent I spent like a couple million dollars to help you find yourself between school and vacations and yeshivas. I think it's already, you know, you know, the time has come for you to find yourself. And the kid says, and he say, maybe, you talk about it, and the kid says, yeah, and he starts to dash and all the same things he said when he was 17. And he's looking for himself. And Dad, you know, Maybe I think I could find myself if you if you help support my, my next idea that I have, which is what's that? No, I want to go to I want to go to the Himalayas. There's a I want to have some quiet and maybe I'll find myself. So the father doesn't hear this and the father has no service and he's on no because the kids tell me convoluted, complicated things that simply don't speak to me. It's totally convoluted, complicated, unclear, and and, and, and therefore there's no service But you can have a little baby. And the baby is just like to talk and the baby says, Daddy or Abba. And you walk around the whole day like singing. You're so happy. Your kid, you hear that? You tell people who are told, you not interested. You tell people, my kid said to me today, Daddy. said Abba, Tati, whatever I like, said, Tati. My kid, it's gewalded. And you want to tell the whole world, my kid said this, my kid said that. Oh, what a kid I had. And it's gewalding. What's so gewalding? Your kid said Tati, who cares? Everybody's kid says Daddy or, or Tati. What do, you, uh, what do you care? What are you making a big deal? You, who who and fathers have to be careful of this Because you don't realize How much your mamish mamish bore other people mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though Jews all are all happy for you But you have to be careful That it has to do with Seichel Not to stop talk to people that, and you know, see, if, it's a, if it's a grandparent You can talk at insight But that's just a side note Stop talking to Yidin you about your kids and, it says. But why do you have such a chesed to do that? Where does it come from? Because that word When the kid says Tati that's have to touch it what does it mean? It means it means you're my father. It means it means and my hasagis, You're all I have. You and mommy, and, and, and I need you and I love you and that's kavod. The things that have inspired all of us most in life are not complicated at all. Think about it. It's not a, it's not a nigan a It's not complicated. It's not complicated. It's other abna. The neshama wants to hear Dvaram an elam borur, something that's clear. That's real. That's honest. That's to the point. Those—that's the language of the neshama. Words that are spoken at a time when a madrega which is not clear to the, to the, which is not clear, which is unclear and hazy, a it This is diba. It might be shykh to the goof. And remember, the body includes the intellect. So you can have the best Rebbe in town How do we define the best Rebbe in town? That's a big Shiloh So we can say this, you could say the sharpest Shia And get the boys thinking And that's great At the end of the day Or at the end of the year Are the boys inspired to be better Jews? It's a big question Are they inspired to be holier people? Are they inspired to have more Yerushalayim? Are they inspired to be more respectful of their parents? Are they inspired by their Rebbe? So if the Rebbe just is addressing the bodies of the kids and and by saying (coughs) over, gewaltige concepts and learning and love this, that's very, very important. But Safko remember, that doesn't necessarily mean that that child's going to be a holier person because the intellect is also the body. It's just a more refined and, and elevated aspect of the body that's hearing that. But it could be that all that kid's going to remember 30 years ahead is that the, Rebbe, that the Rebbe gave a talk before Rosh Hashanah where his eyes got a little bit red, and he spoke about, about Hashem. Or he spoke about some memory that he has as a child. 30 years later, he asked a kid, You remember that year that your Rebbe gave in Tysons? <coughs> On the, you know, above sea in the first parak, and that was the best year of the year? I don't know, Shia. Say it over? I don't know. But I can tell you one thing. When I was by that Rebbe, you know, he put his arm around me, pulled me over to the side, and he said, "He said you could do it. You're a good kid. I like it. That, that you." That you'll remember till, till till 120. You remember what inspired you? Both of them, we need together. Obviously, we're not we're not we don't want a yeshiva it's only you know, uh, nice nice uh, encouraging words, and we don't want a yeshiva it's only the black Gemara. We're looking for the perfect yeshiva, right? It's not so hard. It's not really so hard. But words that, that, that the Nishama can hear Sofkel sof, the seichel can hear the, the sharp shear But the neshama doesn't understand it It's kind of eluded, it's complicated it's, In other words, what the Rebbe is saying And then you'll say The Rebbe, I'm not in, if the kid would speak What's on his mind? you say, Rebbe, I have to tell you the truth You didn't inspire me for one second My davening is the same davening My everything's the same So the Rebbe will say, I don't understand where did you ever hear a shir like I gave this? I, I, I'm the best maggot shir in the whole in the whole city. How could you not be inspired? by ve'eg, I said over, I said over a staple. Nevi'ki how could you not feel inspiration? So Torah says, not, it's not. I mean, I understood. I was excited by it, and I, and Torah is a very inspiring subject. But self is that going to make me into a better Jew? And how's and how does it change me? The Torah says it can because every drop of Torah is delicious but only when it's together with the words that are clear. That's why I've told you, and you've all heard even without me telling you many times, how, the, how when the Kotzke came back to Tamashev, to his hometown, and there was a whole fight, who he would stay by. He, now he became the biggest Reb in the world, the Kotzke. It's like the hometown boy made it good, right? So he came back to Tamashev, so the, his, his Rebbe, from when he was older, when he was already you know, in Gemara, his Gemara Rebbe, Expected that the that the Kotsky would stay by him, but the Kotsky did not stay by him. Who did the Kotsky stay by? Alev Beis Reb. It's famous. And what was the explanation? And the and the, 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 the they didn't have high school there, but the Besmeder Rebbe was insulted. Why the Cheder of Bez and Then. So the Kotsky said to his high school to his Besmeder Rebbe. He says, Rebbe, I love I love you. I have tremendous derecheretz, but I have to tell you the truth. The olive beige that my that my rabbi taught me, a it's 100% clear to me. I get it. Everything else after that, I'm not sure. Because he said, I'm not 100% sure. It's all like, I'm work, I'm trying to work on it. I don't get it 100%. The Kose said that. But what he said to me, olive beige, and the songs that we sang, I got it. And I, and I have Dar Harris for that clarity, because my neshama heard it. He spoke to me the, the language of the neshama. One of the greatest minds of the, of the 20th century is Rabbi Yashabir Soloveitchik, right? Even even his detractors would agree. right? They never want to argue with him in learning, of course, only to speak about him, but no one would want to talk to him in learning because, you know, he'd got the floor with them. So, so Rabbi Yashabir, as an old man, he was constantly... I heard myself from his mouth. He would go back to when he was in Haydn and he remembers that he had a Chabad Rebbe that was a Rebbe of his that was a with him and he remembers that he would go to the Bismarck, to the Chabad Bismarck. he wrote about it too he spoke about it memories that he had that, that he said his whole life you know here's a man that had to navigate his way through through you know the world of Brisk and Berlin and New York right and Boston and when would he get here? when we get to here yeah, talk about this the the Chabad Stiebel in his hometown and the night of Rosh Hashanah, the davening—that's what you're talking about. He started to cry, and and the things that that kept him a yid. So there's—you can't say he didn't appreciate a good talmudist. No one would say such a thing. A good Rambam, or oh, he appreciated a Rambam, and certainly he had clarity and learning. There's no question about the clarity that he had. <coughs> but all of that is still is still the svas haguf, not the svas HaNishab. So he says, Hadvaram, page Nunvav. Hadvaram, Yuvharu, Yaisalti, Mashal. Let's use another Mashal. Nunvav. Adam, they say, Guy's going in the car, right? So, like, he's not complaining. He wants to get to a certain place. He, place. he was never in this place. He doesn't know how to get there, he doesn't know the way. The Fnay his beau like Kate at all of Obviously he never heard of the machine that they have now in the cupboard. Yeah. He says the before he went down the Darah, his beer like Kate at all They told him how to go. Sa'adramza, you go to the light, shramtifimi, you go to right, go to the derivativo. So he got he got directions. Even after it was explained to him very carefully The guy says, you know, you go to the third light And on the third light, you look on the right side You'll see there's, a, there's an Exxon station And over there you make a right And you go two blocks And then you're going to see there's a Home Depot. The Home Depot And the guy tells you Of all the instructions All the directions Everybody knows that it is, While you're driving You're always nervous because you don't know any of these places, and you're trying to find the gas station, trying to find the Home Depot, trying to look for the. was it the second my yes, wife knows, is, is that a light? I don't know if that has a din of a light because maybe it's just a thing for the train. It's not a regular light. All these all these discussions that husbands and wives have when they get, you know, when they're on they're driving someplace. So you me, I didn't hear it right. Shemalai hevin I didn't understand properly what he told me. Especially if you didn't write it down And the guy told you You know when you're sitting there and, and the person tells you You have to go this He tells like four or five different Different uh, steps and in instructions And you're trying to hold up, And you don't, look, you don't want to look like you're dumb So you go, uh-huh, uh-huh And then afterwards you go, what was that? You know, like, and you thought that your wife heard You heard, you don't know who heard Nobody heard All of these things it's very simple. Because you don't know what's waiting for you at that intersection of that street. You don't know where the street is. Every inch that you're going is a is better I the person gave you very good directions, and the guy comes to that neighborhood. Comes to the neighborhood, says, Where are you going, I'm going to go to Benson? Oh, Benson, you go to oh, you yeah, go this, you make it right. Oh, that's my own neighborhood. And he told you with a clerk kite, you feel that it was a clerk kite. But it's not your place. And because of that you're not sure where that street is gonna be. Right? And you're looking for that there's some street, you know, so some places at least it's a mausoleum that it'll say, you know, first, second, third. But then you'll be other places like it has names. You don't know what you're looking for. The Imkayde, Ulayhi, Musteris, I day eight symbol, it could be that you're not gonna see that 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 sign or that light because they're trees or something. Luma Zais, Abum Shahib complain, it's so different if you already were in a place if you were already there. That's why it seems so much faster when you're going to a place that's familiar. The time seems to go by so much faster. Because you're not living you're every second of the Terra You're living in a nightland complain If you were in a certain place, even though it's been a while since you were there, and you don't remember exactly the derech, once they start smoozing with you again and tells you, they tell you they right away. You say, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me know. Right away, the memory of how it looked is Messiah it's, it's, It wakes up inside of you that memory. Yeah, that's how it looked. Even if you went there for a long time and you drive back into that area, it's messiah Certainly, someone tells you and they remind you about how to go. Then he, once they explain it, it becomes very clear, hundred percent you know where to go. Claimor. The point that distinguishes between these two cases is very basic. If you were never in that place in your life, even after they explain it to you, you still don't, you still don't have it a hundred percent. You're never there, and you feel in your heart that you're not you're not comfortable yet. You're just not you're not comfortable because you don't have it yet. But if it's not the same, if a person knows the place, just the heart forgets. It's stored someplace in your memory bank, but the heart doesn't have it right now. But when they, right away, when to talk to you about the directions, and the wrestle, as the current shall hover, and that awakens the memory of the past, then your heart is okay, you become, you're become, you calm. And, he's, and he's, has, he has complete certainty and security. He knows what way to go. He knows how to go already. It's okay. The Nishama of a Jew is a world of berirus, of clarity. Ma'olam bora like we're learning this past few weeks. The the gemara, the gemara there says the famous gemara. is Yeshua, However, it happened, Yosef, the son of Rabbi Yeshua, for a short time died, and he came back into this world. He came back from the world of truth. Show all they asked, and they asked "What did you see over there in the world of truth "I saw a reversed world. lamata meaning those that in this world that are considered to be to be so big in that world they're, they're lamata, and those that in this world are considered to be like not important. What's not important in that world is lamala. She so says, I saw a world that's upside down, a reversed world." So the they told him just the opposite you saw a world that 's clear this world is is an unclear world the world that you saw those moments that you after you died that's a clear world this world is the world of the goof this world the physical world is an island of confusion therefore you can have al you can have you could have you know uh, someone who is not worthy being held up like this and someone who, who is worthy he's nobody in this, this world this is an oylem haf so that world that you saw which is the world of truth is an oylem borer what is the meaning of a clear world an didn't say an oylem emes an oylem bor, a clear world and when the Nishama leaves the body, when it comes time after 120, the Nishama leaves the body. In this case, the Rav Yosef had this visit where the Nishama left the body, He then the game is over, and the Nishama sees baru. then the Nishama sees a clear world. he This is now a world where the neshama is comfortable, because all the neshama, all the neshama ever wanted, all the neshama ever longed for was the clear world, that clarity with which the neshama came into the world, from the clear world and entered into this world of confusion. So the neshama has a tremendous chiyus and its iris from that clarity It is that very same clarity That even while the person is alive Is ma'er the neshama It's the language of the Nishama even while it's in the body That's what's ma'er the neshama The way to be ma'er the neshama Is by providing the Nishama with a taste of the oylem Of the clear world Not confusion, not convolution But clarity That's what's ma'er the neshama it's it to remind them the was already once before word, so it goes mm-hmm. it's imperfectly worked. the directions right. it had already the directions mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so man, <speaking in Hebrew> as long as your avaitas Hashem is based upon devarim words and thoughts <speaking in Hebrew> that are not really clear to you the stuff maybe after all base. it's not clear to you. amumim, meaning hazy, right, unclear, dim. Doesn't do it for you, neshama. It's not than Doesn't awaken the neshama. Because the words are not the words of the neshama. Remember we talked about this last week. Or two weeks ago also, if somebody's in the room, his name is Ruven, and you call him Shimon, doesn't it's not the middle. You're not talking to me, or 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 if you're talking to Ruven, you're talking to him in Yiddish, and the guy doesn't speak a word of Yiddish. So it's not my room at all. And you tell him, Ruven, then you switch to English. The guy doesn't know Yiddish. You're talking for half hour in Yiddish, and then you switch to English, and you say, I, you say to Ruven, I don't understand. There isn't a person in my life that, I, that 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 it never happened to me that I would say what I just told you that the person wouldn't break down and cry from being emotionally moved by what I and the guy said, what were you saying? I was reciting, you know, Yiddish poetry whatever or well, I was saying over some story of a I said over something from the World War II or the Holocaust I never, you're the first person I ever spoke to that didn't, that wasn't moved to tears by, by by what I said so the guy's answer of course is I don't speak Yiddish he said, oh I thought you speak Yiddish no, I don't speak Yiddish try me in English, maybe it'll move me but I don't speak Yiddish you know how many kids are going through that in yeshiva? <coughs> I'm not talking about Yiddish and English. I am mean, but the shiur is in English, but they just don't get it. They're smart. They understand the tesis, but, they, but as far as a God is concerned about His iris for my neshama, I, I hear, I, I hear, Rebbe, you talking, you know, four hours a day. I don't understand. I understand, I mean, that's you know, not my language. The Rebbe doesn't understand. How come the kid leaves the yeshiva? He's not, done, he's not so excited about like tesis like the Rebbe is. And he's not so into, you know, becoming a better Jew. He's not growing. He's not growing. He Territ is. The kid says, I don't, know. I don't understand what you're telling me. Man, the Shama doesn't hear that language that you're speaking. It's a different language. And the Shema is waiting for an oil and borer that's talking about so Hashem. It's talking about, it's talking about growing. And i Hashem. I didn't, Hashem. I didn't hear that. What if he's in the Rebbe, or the Talmud, or a combination? I mean, he's not getting it over with love, or... It's not just a matter of with love. It's, it's, it's giving over. It's it's how it's how things are given over, and it's also it's also what's being given over. Yes, it's important that even the black gemara be given with love, but it's also it's also what ex, what is it that's being given over? And if it's and like I told you many times, like I told the story that that you know that they remembered how the tzaddik kissed the gemara, not the gemara that he taught, but how he kissed the gemara when he was finished teaching the gemara. It's not just a matter of, of loving the Talmidim It's a question of a Rebbe giving his neshama over to the student Of a Rebbe being open and giving his neshama and, let, and, and and dropping the all of the binyanim that, that hide who he is It doesn't mean you know, he has to tell the kid, kid's private thing But he has to talk to him about, about his struggles and avoid his and he has to talk to him about what it means to be a Jew on a simple level. That <laughs> the child should see an aylin baru, na baru. If you look, you know, advertisements uh, at the schools, what the subjects are of the lectures and scholars and residents and all these different things. It's not; it's important things, but but you wonder when are these people ever going to hear An aylin baru? When are they going to get An aylin baru? Right. So the the latest lectures on the subject of you know, race, you know cloning in halacha that's that's interesting I, I, I also enjoy that and I learned that It's interesting we should I mean it's, it's part of our and it would be and if that's together like I told you we want the perfect yeshiva it would be together with the rebbe speaking the sfas the nisham, the language of the nisham then that would be mashlim that would complete that student. But, but, but otherwise, you're wondering how come everybody came out from this lecture about cloning and he's still not davening any differently. He says, I not understand this. The, guy, the professor who lectured on cloning in Halakha says, I gave a four hours here, recorded, you know, 5,000 Rambams, 10,000, you know, some seifers, and this guy still can't get up to daven in the morning. I guess the cloning issue, even with the chassam seif, didn't do it. But if that Rebbe, together with that, would talk to him about about, we talk to them in the language of the Neshama with that clarity of being a Jew, what it means of all of days of being a Jew and clothed in Ramchals and Maharals and so on and then a Pashtas that talks about God to talk to them about God how often do the kids grow up in Yeshiva did anybody talks to them about God they talk about how Hashem wants you to learn Torah and every shmuza the kid hears all he ever hears is that that all Hashem wants is that you should learn Torah and be, and, you know, and be Mekai Mitzvahs. And in the Nishmuz there are 10,000 mentions of the word Kadusha and Tahara and this and Neshama. Never, no one ever told them what's in the Neshama. What's kedusha? What's tahara? Why is it some poor that I Torah? I'm doing it all these years. I don't know how it changed, me. I don't see that I'm any different from other people. There are people that I know that never learned a word of Torah. They're happier, nicer than me. So what does it mean? problems of these when went to is where they didn't teach them that they so Right. It and, if you, and that's why if you tell them, why don't you try looking at this a little bit, they get very, many of them get very, very upset because they don't know this language, they're unfamiliar with it. They get very nervous because then they're on equal footing with their kids. And It's very scary to a Rebbe. All of a sudden you tell them, the kids don't understand, you're talking Yiddish, they don't understand English. They don't understand Yiddish. So you say you talk to them about Kacites the Yishimish, they don't understand that. So a lot of the rabbis get angry. About, about the situation and the kids off the derech, so then they try to send to some other yeshiva, to send the parents to make new seminari- seminars on the subject of kids at risk and so on. But why can't we why can't we tell to, tell all the rebbeim to, to learn with the kids? before much can happen try it, even in one yeshiva and see what will happen to you? Because it's, it's very the, because there's a, one second because there's a big problem because you're saying to the rebbe that you're speaking in the wrong language. It's very very disheartening. Very there are some that would say Then teach me, other I want my kids to be help me There are um, amazing rabbim like that that, that they're always looking for ways That they could bring their kids up right? But if you go to the Rebbe and you say But in order for you to, in order for you to inspire your students You're going to have to learn in, from Aleph Just like your kids With your students, together with them, from Aleph Something you're totally unfamiliar with You never heard in Yeshiva So some of them will say I'm ready to do anything I can Anything that I can to help my kids others will say it's not our Messiah that's not what I learned you know those shyness. so good so it's not your, It's not what you learned it's not your Messiah and you go on killing the kid every day it's not your Messiah it's not what you learned and so on and so on but all these shyness are ways of saying I'm uncomfortable with change I have to be able to have it over my students the only way that I can have it over my students is by saying the same schmuzin I've been saying for the last 70 years and not by not looking at something new or different I can't do it It's an insecurity And it's an ego issue And many many other things that are mixed in Which I don't think Is what most Rebbeim are about But there's a lot of that There's a lot of that The younger ones are less resistant The younger Rebbeim are less resistant Obviously for obvious reasons They're less resistant They're more open to things And they they remember how recently they felt That they were clueless Also So they're, they're more open to it they're hearing it more And you can work with some of them But But um, It's the, it's the m- more Modern yeshivas that would, be, that would be more prepared to invite s- Someone to talk to them about these in yonim the Than the old schools Because the old schools feel that we have a set way And that, we, and that we've been successful So then what about the, uh, what about all those kids that are not successful It means that they weren't true Talmidim of ours Or they didn't really belong here and so on and so forth. That's not an answer. There's no reason why every Jewish child, for every yeshiva they're in, they shouldn't walk out being better Jews. And holy people. What do you mean? It's a different yeshiva? What does that mean? It's the same tyrant. <clears throat> so now, that he wasn't for this yeshiva? Why not? That's just a kappa. He wasn't for this yeshiva. That's a kapha. It means that you're, It means that there's a very strong likelihood. That could be that the kid's not ready for any yeshiva. But there's this very strong likelihood that, that, that you're just... You just didn't, didn't know how to teach this kid. And you didn't know what his neshamah was starving for. That's all. And you were teaching the same thing that you were teaching for the last 50 years because that's what you're familiar with, that's what you're comfortable with, that's what you know. And you weren't, you didn't hear what was heard, what this kid needed. And therefore, you spoke to him in Yiddish. while he speaks English. He spoke to him in Yiddish. The moms do that too. Besides that. that'll happen also. <laughs> we grew up like that. The grandmother that spoke this course he didn't even speak a language. <coughs> okay, so after time, you learn, you pick up a little bit, but you know that's that's. You see, that's a great story. But I told you that story in Shul about Rabbi Shabir, You know, when he started teaching and he started giving the She'er in English, you know that you know, he gave the She'er all the years of Yosher till like in the '60s, he was giving the She'er, of course, in Yiddish. That was his. That's his. That was his mameloshim. His Yiddish. His Yiddish is, as people tell me, is absolutely magnificent. His Yiddish was the most beautiful Yiddish, and he gave She'er. He just like well, I knew Russian and that's that's what he grew up with. So there was rumbling going on in this I heard this from my wife's uncle Because he was in that Shia. There was a lot of rumbling going on Because as the 60s were moving on A lot of the guys didn't really know Yiddish So they were asking in English and, and, But Rabbi Yosef always answered in Yiddish And the guys that didn't know Yiddish anymore It was coming to that point Because in the 40s and the 50s They all knew Yiddish Because that's what they heard in the home But these guys didn't know Yiddish anymore So um, so they got Like the most chosh of a guy uh, they spoke to him, and he suggested that uh, that they go to speak to the rabbis about it. Because she would sometimes, ha- could they were afraid to ask him, so they went to the rabbis and they told the rabbis. Uh, okay. So Joshua came to the Shiva the next day, and he started speaking in Yiddish. And he said, "I," he said in Yiddish, "I, I understand that the, that there is a movement taking place, you know, going on." That uh, you want in English, that there are many here that wanted this year to be in English and not to be in Yiddish. And, and he turned to the main protagonist, to the guy that was, uh, he knew that was cooked because the said. the guy, the one that's cooking up the trouble So Yoshi Beres said, I understand. And he said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to ask whatever this guy's name is, you know, uh, Schwartz, I'm going to ask Schwartz, Akasha, a question and learning that we spoke about. And if he's right, I'll change to English. If he gets it, I'll switch to English. That'll be. It. If not, I'm going on in Yiddish. I don't know why he said it like that, he was. Just, that's what he said. So my wife's uncle told me this. They were there. And All the guys like couldn't believe it because this was not the best guy. It wasn't the sharpest guy. Who's going to answer? Like if he wants to get your a there, you know, there's nothing you could do. So everybody was like sitting there like this, and the yeshiva asked, you know, in Yiddish he understood Yiddish just that they, the guy like had a heart but he understood it so he asked the question and, and he sat there and he was holding me a press and the guy answered in English he answered in English and the there listened and he, the way it was described he took off his glasses and he rubbed his eyes and I said the guy's name was Schwartz. he said in his inimitable voice he said Schwartz is right <laughs> he's right and that was the last time he spoke in Yiddish he gave it he gave it he gave the answer. The honesty also, because he could have drayed around, but he wasn't like that. He was like this. And so he gave it, and everybody started to laugh, and everybody. Whew. <laughs> and and he and that was it. And he gave in English. He used to slip sometimes, even when I was there. He would slip sometimes into the Yiddish when he got very excited. Sometimes he would start with the Yiddish, but 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 mostly, you know, it was ninety-five percent was, it was, it was not just English. It was it wasn't Stan English. It was you know magnificent English also, <clears throat> but. But the But look at the greatness of the man that he was prepared. He was his whole life. The way that he spoke was Yiddish. That was the, in the, in the end, until Judah grew up that way, saying Torah in any other language of Yiddish was was bizarre. Was was totally bizarre. But what he what he wanted he understood, and I'm sure that he would have done it anyway, but what he understood was that times are changing. And these boys need to hear a different language. And I'm open to that. That's a very impressive story to me. I'm open to that. I'm open to that. As long as it's sincere, they're not troublemakers. Because guys can do that, you know, guys can do that. They can stop making trouble. But, but I'm open to that. That's a, that's a person who's teaching Torah for 50 years, to be open to that. let not push it. To, to try to, to be able to say the language that I'm speaking is no longer relevant. It's no longer relevant. And, and I have to learn a new language Parents have to do that all the time All the time I'm not just saying with words Not just words, concepts Have to talk to a child You have to want to learn Because the only words that students and kids and adults will hear Is when the words are spoken from an oylembar And it appeals to the oylembar To that clarity that the nasham is waiting for that's what he says that's the difference between these two situations. So what is the meaning of the island that's what he says on page non, on page non-zayin. in order that the Neshama should be uh, should be one has to use not only when you hear a Shia or giving a Shia, but with yourself how you daven and how you learn. You need to provide your own nishama with words that the nishama can hear. We already learned a month ago how effective speeches is, is the most powerful weapon for hisiris. Napshi Yatsub We spoke about that a lot, but then we're wondering, but what do you mean? I'm saying a million words all the time, I daven every morning from you know, from Attaiva till, till, till alainu. What is it? That's not mo'ayrami, because the words are not, they're beautiful words, they're all the good words, but the, what the words are saying are not clear to you hundred percent. And a person can be mis'ayram, the kudus ha'bruz, u'pshutas lo b'me'as ha'achuzim, hundred percent. We need to learn more about this. Ka'sher hu'mishtamish in dvaram ka'ilu. When you use dvaram <coughs> ka'ilu words like this. And you can give us examples of how to do this. Because let's face it, a lot of davening, even if we translate it, it's still not clear to us. Just like the advanced she'er in learning. I could say it over, but it's more like coming to my seichel. So then you try to find more service by getting the siddhal, like we spoke over with the translations. So first you only had translation on this page, and it was an old English thing. Now they have new ones where it's new English, and it's in between every word. So for like two or three days, it's gewaldic. But then after that it becomes awesome so now what what can I do Can I have a talking sitter what am I gonna what am I gonna get I got I already got this sitter that has the super duper you know translation every word you know every, every, underneath the word not even between the words I have the here underneath the word I have everything so I had a few days or a week or two of service and then I don't have a service what's going on because it's not that you don't understand the words you know you know that, that, that that's a lot better for you not just that. And we have to go on saying these words because they're good. they good words, but, but, but we still have to do more. We're not finished now, Rishon Shalom. the story, say, when you heard the nuns on the train talking with the Right? The about religion. Yeah. Talk oh, about the, the tilims. You said those beautiful words. No, word. but, I had such desires from that, from the Yeah, I said in Shul that I had. I was sitting when I was in yeshiva. I was sitting on the train. I heard there was some nun that was praying. And I and I was listening to her pray, it was so sweet the way she was saying it. And I said, Boy, that's beautiful stuff. And it was it was just a capital till that we say, you know, all the time. Whatever it was, Ms. Muddish Malay you know, it was a capital till. I said, I, I never thought of it like that. I just said, you know, we grew up show this and sure <laughs> <laughs> but it was not. And David, hear David, I David this, I hear I hear this, 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 I hear pastures I hear this, I because it was never pushed even though if you asked could were I be able to translate yeah you say I could translate the words My Hebrew was good to say what it means and I might even be able to tell you that the redak is and the redak in the mitsudas and how to translate but it's it, not going to get you to, uh, to have the sires because that's all the language of the body the herring and, the, and even the mitsudas and the and the redak it's gevaldic but it's not it so that's what he says imshamera page one sign third that imshamera other rayona mike ma no i am sorry the second part. kasu mis tamishin dran that when you use when you use words that are the sharp from the that that our burrow that are borrowed, they're clear Yeshna ashna azahat amba benni dezaser kavaka life when there is something when there is when there is a connection a correspondence between what the seichel knows and what the heart recognizes, then the neshama can have Now I'm in a familiar place, it's like the, with the directions. Ah, I know what we're talking about. Then the neshama says, I recognize this. When a person has a very deep idea, you try to use this deep idea to be more than your shama. You want to get some service from this. You learn this deep opinion in learning and you want to be more than a shama. there's a very weak chance that he'll be successful with this deep profound idea some people yeah he says das. there are some very 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 deep thinkers very smart people there are some people that they can be more early than a with some very profound complicated concept there are people like that but they're very few. Very few. They'll get intellectually excited. They'll get intellectually stimulated, just like, like, like the guys that heard the best Rebbe in town, the Shia. There's an intellectual stimulation. But to take from there is, the, the way it usually is, is that the deeper something is, it means the more complicated, the more composite, the more pieces it has. Hapshitus shodam chash ben nefesh Einen hapshitus gemurah what happens is That you're not feeling something which is absolutely simple and clear You have to try to get it again and again and again It's composed of many pieces and parts This puzzle and it's very hard And then we're not talking the language of the neshama It's complicated, it's convoluted It's, com- it's composed of many pieces and parts it's not an island Baru. It's not a clear world. It's an unclear, complicated world. The Neshama doesn't have a service from that. <laughs> Let me give you an example. A very simple example, because that's what we need, simple. Of, of how we can be more of the Neshama. And all of us will try this for homework until next Thursday, Mr. What's the, what's the? You know, you haven't had homework in a long time. So it's not such a bad thing. We're not finished. What do you... When I was in high school, they always gave the homework. To the you life. see that? You see that? He's still. He's a, you're probably one of the youngest guys here. Because the second that someone says a nephew next week, right away it's. <laughs> no, I'm a... uh, yes. It's okay. It's all right. So what's the homework? Look, he gives us an assignment. He gives us an assignment. Listen to this. Very simple. There's not one of us here that can't memorize this. And work on it for homework. Rabbi shalom Avinu Atta. Rabbi shalom Master of you. It's better if you're in English. Rabbi shalom Master of the universe. Master of the world. Master of my life. Avinu Atta. You're my father. It doesn't take long. You're not going to miss Kiddush. Right? Rabbi shalom Avinu Atta this Nakud that God is our father You said so call Yehudi imam. and every believing in Joseph of course of course he's my father and even though in your heart in the heart it's not so posh that he's your father what does that mean? Intellectually I know that God is called my father in Tanakh it says in many places that God is our father I know all that I know that the on the Now, it's something which is very clear and is very positive It can be used as the most powerful means of awakening the neshama. But what happens if you never met your father? God forbid. Or what happens if you say, if you say it in a different language that you don't speak? So he says, imad <laughs> If a person takes an, an, a simple nakuda or the soychayachnis oymek left and the you start to get what, and you make it complicated, complicated. So somebody says, it's not, a, it's not a, a rebbeinishal avinu atah. You start to say, what is the? You start to go into into fourteen different opinions of what does it mean rebbeinishalayla? Why doesn't it say? Why don't we? Why do we call him rebbeinishalayla? What does that mean? And what does it mean avinu atah? What does it mean avinu? So then he says then you lose the treatise then you lose the simplicity then the words of Inuata are no longer the words now it becomes words of the body if you get, if you get into the whole of what it means to awaken the nishama. Nitsu Kalyok of Yokakas and Nikudis beyon association and take the simplest Nakudis. Not to say them because of some eun Sikhli, some deep, you know some deep uh race a symposium on the subject of the different titles that we have for God. That's much of what's wrong with with how Yiddishka is being taught. And let me crack on Sadam can see brewer. It means, it means that when Avinu, Rabbi Shalom Avinu Atta is not a concept, it's not an idea, it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. When, when, when are we supposed to say this? Anytime you like. Anytime you like, even during Davani. Anytime you like. I'm not going to go into the halakha, the issues in the halakha of how you went in davening. That doesn't have to be during davening. It doesn't have to be during davening. But any time. But the only time... To- how will it begin to work? Now we are learning the first 50 pages of the sefer, We are talking about the chush. The- and we are going to talk much more about it. That God is not a concept. God is a Metziyah. Right? Remember we spoke about that? A lot. God is... Hashem is a Metziyah. not an idea. He's a mitzis. So... How one can experience those words... of Vinu Atta. You are my father. When a person... When a person says it in the simplest way, and he explains in the next, the next of, the, of what we're going to learn see most people, when you ask them, what does it mean they say, well, there's this spiritual concept that God is my father it's not the same thing as looking to your father and saying, he's my father so then someone says, oh, God is your father and he's your father, how do you have to so you say, uh, no, well, that's my, that's my actual father Someone who's sitting next to is my actual father and God is my spiritual father Wrong That's already wrong That's a mistake Then it just means that the, that, mean, that means that God being your father Is a concept of a father It's not true God is your actual father Bamish. In Mitzis he's your father Now we say how could that be I learned that, the, that father means the DNA and genes You know and Hasnas and chuppas and shababah and a, you, know, you tell me God's my father You tell me there's a concept of him being my father it means he cares about me like my father Is that what you're trying to say? No Then you've lost it Then you're making it into a concept And you're lost Then that's goof language Avino Atta means That he is mamash your father Your physical father Your biological father Is a dimun of Hashem being a father It's like something of a, of a comparison On the very small level of Hashem being your father It's the closest you can get to Hashem Is your father if everything is okay, it's not that not that there's a God's your spiritual father, or there's this concept of him being your father. That's where we, that's where we got lost at some point. God is mom is your father. You're, who you call your father, he's a, a, a marshal of Hashem who's your real father. That's the mitzvahs, and you know that in if you have to choose between the two from God forbid we should not have to do that. You have to go be your real father. Right, if your biological father says to drive on Shabbos, and your spiritual father says you can't drive on Shabbos, he always says that, unless it's because of the office So then, who, do you, who wins? Your real father wins. Does that mean your biological father? No. Means Hashem. not father he tells so, so, then who's your real father? The is your real father. Your father in this world is a martial That's why. You have some people That are very 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 Whose lives have been totally ruined By, by fathers who are not good fathers right? <laughs> Crazy fathers Angry fathers <laughs> how, do you, how do you bring that person out of despair The son of that father The only time you can bring him out Is when it becomes 1 million percent clear to him That his real father is Asha As long as he thinks that his real father Is the person who is abusing him and yelling at him He can't go on but the moment he understands that my real father is the Bain Shalom, whose love is infinite, who forgives me no matter what I've done, who always gives me a new start every minute, when, he, when it hits him, so then he can get past his father. He can live with his father. He can be nice to his abusive father. He could, he could be nice to him. He could treat him nice in his old age. He, can, he could deal with it. But as long as the only father he has is his biological father, and God forbid that biological father wasn't a good father. And he can't live. This is what most of the world suffers from. He can't go on. Because he got mixed up between the marshal and the Nimshel. The father, his biological father, is only a marshal. Fashah. The real father, the Nimshel, is the Rashid. When a person understands that and believes in it, and he says, Avinu Atta, and no matter how bad his day might have been or his life might have been with their biological father, Avinu Atta pulls him out. No matter what, sorry, you have God your with business, with children, with health. Avinoat the Barishlam, At. We're going to learn more about how to say that and how to think about it. But that's the only way out. The Barishlam, avinoat, because it's simple. It's possible. We understand, and then the shaman knows that, that the Barishlam is your father. Not the concept. Just like there's a poem that I read once in Shul from the breast of a woman that writes beautiful poetry. So she had this poem that, that's already left and it's going to finish. But this woman said, and it's, she writes beautiful, beautiful poetry. So she, it's, it's not in print anymore. So in one of her poems. There was a woman that there was a woman that she was talking to and uh, this this the the poet has a lot of kids kind of her and it's a handful and she has a uh, heart so this other woman an old friend of hers who didn't become the woman the poet is about sugar and she has she met an old friend who's not religious from college and they, they were happy to see each other and she was asking about her life and the poet was saying about a complicated life with the kids and the no money and you know a line life, you slime life yeah so so then, um, the friend said, how, "Like, how do you how do you go on?" The single, non-religious friend said, "How do you go on?" So she named the children, whatever, you know, with, because of Maishi and Dela and Udl and, and, and Yankel. That's that's how I go on. They give me the strength. To go on. So the single, non-religious friend, oh, you mean the concept of the concept of children keeps you going? So she said, "No, it's not the concept." of of this of Udl that keeps me going. It's the smell of her hair when I put her put her to bed at night. And it's not the concept of Yankee that keeps me going. It's the touch of his skin when I give him a kiss. You understand that? That's what the Nishama understands. It doesn't hear anything else. Everything else is interesting, but it doesn't understand anything else. Just like a parent, the concept, only someone that never had a kid could say, oh it's the concept of a child that keeps you going? The concept of your kids keep she says, no, it's the smell of my kid. When I walk into the house, the kid jumps on me and holds me by the neck. That keeps me going. And how do you talk that language to someone that doesn't, that, that doesn't come from that world? It's like talking to a single person that never had a kid. They'll say, that's interesting. No. But they don't get it. The neshama gets this. That's when the neshama gets. It's the language of the neshama. I will right, we'll continue to learn some more of this vocabulary next week. So